Hey everybody, welcome to another special, special edition of the Falcons Corner, Voice of the Falcons, Mike Rickard, with my co-host Chris Sawyer and our quarantine co-host, <laughs> Assistant Athletic Director Eric Larson. Welcome guys, how's it going? Eric doesn't look like he's doing too bad, he's at the star right now, so I mean, he's, he's all over the place, Mike. I, I'm always looking for comfort, and this is one of those places. We have we have a guest coming up, and he's just trying to kiss up to him, and <laughs> just to get a couple little extra bonus points. You know, he's a he's a very relatable guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Maybe I'll have a surprise for you guys later too. Who knows? <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Yeah, because you, yeah, you are going to be surrounded by Cowboys fans, Mike. I hope you can handle it. Oh, it's sickening. It's sickening. But um, how how was your week? What have you done since we last spoke last week? How's everything going? Safe? Good? I have been, as you, you, you and me have been texting back and forth. You got me into Ozark. I mean, it's Netflix all weekend, uh, just enjoying time with the family, but everybody's hunkered down and, and doing well. And, uh, you know, with trying to still promote our student athletes, but it's just, again, crazy times, but I think we're pulling it together as a college community. And, and I love that we're still doing this, keeping everybody informed. Yeah. Yeah, for me, Mike, I'm, I'm just recycling the weeks. Uh, I'm still haven't gotten into Netflix. I still haven't gotten into uh, Tiger, whatever, Tiger Tales, whatever that was. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, our days are, uh, we're still doing our thing. But everybody's staying safe, so that's good. I heard, Mike, I heard we had a new addition to the Larson family, though. Uh, yes, I did. Maybe yeah, we can have so, the puppy on the show. I, we could probably do that. Now it just added more walks to the day, which is fine. You know, that's probably something yep. we need, but like now, now we're outside even more. Good. Well, Hey, it's, this is the perfect time to get a puppy. Listen, I'm trying to, I've been wanting a dog since I can remember. That's going back when I lived at home with my parents, my dad said no. And then now that I'm married with kids, three of the records want one, but the main boat, my wife continues to say no. So, you know, Exactly, exactly. But, but I tried. But I did take Dr. Murray's advice when she sent out an email to the staff and said, relax, sit back and enjoy the weekend. So I plopped myself on the couch and started watching Ozark. And I spent a good 20 hours as I went through two full seasons of at least an hour long episodes, you know, so my wife says I had a little bit of an addiction. So I cut back the last day or two and just watched one or two episodes in the evening. But I'm almost gone through the whole three seasons. So I'm going to be lost. I don't even know what Ozark is. That's how much I'm on Netflix. Listen, I, I believe me, I'm far from like a TV guy other than watching sports, but really there's, I, I can't watch, you know, NBA guys in their living rooms playing NBA Live or NBA 2K. I just, I don't get it. I don't want to hear about their problems of not having the regular gym that they normally shoot at in their, you know, and they can't work on their game. I don't care. You know, so that's the only sports thing. And then I know Chris was watching WrestleMania this past weekend. So maybe he could give us a little update on what happened to WrestleMania. I, I, I tell you, it was, again, you go from a, what, 70 to 80,000 seat football stadium to, to nothing. Yeah. Uh, but then they did The Undertaker and AJ Styles. They did like a cinematic thing in a graveyard, which was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. And it was like watching a movie. Um, but they got creative. Uh, I... Not a huge wrestling fan, but it, it was uh, very interesting because you could see the way um, they interact in their characters and you can hear what they're saying. Uh, right, so yeah. We, we watched it. Uh, my daughter and I sat on the couch and watched it. Um, 
But that, that's all I had. I had the 2010 L.A. Lakers-Boston Celtics when Kobe won back-to-back right. titles. I, I watched that as well. It's, it's funny, though, going back and reminiscing all these things you forget about over the years that, that happened. They had Virginia, the unbelievable thing that was on ACC Network the other day. Um, so those are some things keeping me busy on the sports side. Yeah, and I know just talking about your Cavs and stuff, too, they, I've, you know, the 2019 National Championship game has been on, you know, several times on the CBS Sports Net. But um, we do still have a little bit of Falcon athletic news, right? Because we have, you know, one of our eSports kids is doing something pretty special. You guys want to give an update on that? Yeah, actually, as we're sitting here taping, uh, Matt West, our big, you know, he's one of our big Overwatch players, was, I think, only one of 100 in the entire, I don't know, country or world that was given a beta test for, it's called Valorant. Again, don't know much about the game, was watching it before we came on today. He's on there live uh, playing it. So that's a pretty big accomplishment for Matt and the uh, Lackawanna eSports program. Yeah, that's, 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 that's awesome to hear. You know, I'm sure that's something, you know, is really special to him too, knowing how hard he works at, at his craft and stuff. And, and also, Mike, um, Monday, yesterday, was actually National Student Athlete Day. It's right. every year on April 6th. Um, so we, we put something out. But again, want to say it here. Thanks to, to all our student athletes and what they do on the field and the courts, the classroom, and also in the community and how they yep. represent the Falcons um, the way they do. Yeah, and that's, and that's something I think a lot of people forget is that, you know, they do love being, you know, involved in the community. I know that uh, we talk about Nugget all the time because they'll probably be, like I said, probably one of the heaviest recruited kids out of the school. And he had a Twitter post yesterday on how, you know, pictures with some kids that he took during the course of the season, how he loved putting smiles on kids' faces. So I, I was really happy to, uh, to see him do that. Yeah, and he was, he was on a podcast, actually. I, was, I texted you guys the other day. He was on a podcast with Alabama. So, I mean, they are really pushing hard on him. Yeah. Uh, nice interview. But it's going to be great. Hopefully we get this season started normally, uh, as we all hope. But it's going to be great to have him. It's going to bring a lot of notoriety, not only what we've already done with our football program, but having really the number one, number two DB in the nation. And yeah. everybody wants him. So it'll be, it'll be interesting this season. And, uh, and I did, I think I mentioned this to Eric. I did give Nugget a call the other day, and it was about 2 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and I woke him up. But um, he did say he was up at 6 a.m. getting workouts in and getting his schoolwork done, you know, since his schedule is just kind of all messed up. So I didn't talk to him too long, but he sounded safe and he you know, sounded good with all the other football guys that I've been able to, you know, stay in touch with and talk to on the phone. So, you know, they're all hanging in there. So I'm sure all other athletes are doing well too. And since that's one of our main uh, folks right now is with our students, you know, being at home and doing their classes online, I can appreciate him saying, whether he actually did it or not, that he was on, you know, checking his online classes and taking care of business there. So that, that's a good thing to hear. Yeah. He, he said I had, a, it was a, I had a six o'clock workout and then I got right to, you know, right to get into my schoolwork done to get it done with for the day. So, you know, I was, I was happy to hear that. So, you know, hopefully all our athletes are, you know, are doing the same or doing the, at least doing the best that they can. And another thing I want to say too is uh, one of the things we try to do in the sports information department is push our stuff out there. And I got to thank Donnie Collins and the times. I mean, he wrote an article about really about what's going on with um, eligibility, but we have a lot of colleges in our area and he chose, you know, to interview to Mike, our, our, our baseball coach. So we got to thank right. And that's one of the things is get out what Lackawanna is doing so it was good that they uh, highlighted us uh, on Sunday so I appreciate that. Chris I'm glad, glad you mentioned the, the 
the conversation with eligibility because uh, there is some new information. Uh, the NCAA, the NJCAA, the NAIA, they've, they've all come out with their rulings on, on the eligibility and how that will affect our student athletes from the spring. And more importantly, even for those kids going on to either, you know, they're coming back to Lackawanna College next fall or they're moving on to another school. So that's information that we're going to be putting out shortly. Uh, we do have meetings with our coaching staff coming up. Uh, you know, that's a conversation we want to have for them. Um, so they have all the right information to uh, communicate to their student athletes. So that's something for everybody to look forward to coming up pretty soon is we're going to have a lot of information coming out regarding current eligibility um, status for these, our students. Right. And I, I even think we discussed just the other day in our staff meeting of having the eligibility guru join us as a guest on the show, attorney Joseph Paparelli, you know, to, uh, you know, let, you know, our student athletes know and even, you know, parents know about, you know, the options and the choices and what they're going to have to do to maintain or keep or gain an extra year of eligibility. So I think that would be a, an important thing to talk about. And one last thing I'd like to mention, you know, the, the NJCAA and the NCAA, I think they've really done things right. Um, they've mm -hmm. done right for the student athlete. But something for the student athlete to keep in mind, it is still extremely important to stay up with your academics. You just can't let things go, that, you know, being online and being at home. It's going to be right. very important that you take care of business with your classes, you know, for your futures going forward. Yeah, and then we like we we talked about too. Like time management has been the major concern of all of us, you know, staff and instructors. You know, so you know, hopefully they they're watching the show or listening to their coaches or their academic advisors or even the athletic staff. You know, who've been checking in with them to say, all right, I really got to do my best here in the spring if I want to be eligible in the fall. So, look, I'm we're just, doing our best. I'm just excited. I heard Joe Pat was going to be on the show. Eventually. I mean, that's <laughs> a possibility, man. We're going to try our best. We're going to try our best. That'll be something. His agent is brutal to deal with. I'm Listen, I'm glad I don't have to deal with his, his agent, but I do say if he does become a guest on the show, it might be an hour too long show. We're going to have to, uh, you know, spend the time. He might want to, he might just start going off on those eligibility requirements and rules. And, you know, before we know it, it's the end of the day. We'll wing it. Yeah. So, but um, I think our, our guest is ready for us, you know, Doc Lamani is on hold here, waiting for us to, to join in with us. So um, let's pause for a second, and we'll be right back in the Falcons Corner. Take flight, everybody. Hey, everybody. We're back on the Falcons Corner. Chris bringing in another special guest for today's episode, Dr. Dan Lamani, the Associate Vice President of Student Engagement. Let's welcome Dan in. Dan, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Appreciate you guys having me. It's always great to see you. You know, uh, Mr. Larson there with the best background in the world. What, what better greeting well, could I get than that? I, I do have to show it off. Like, it can't get any better than this. Listen, I mean, I, I, I'm glad I have all three of you on at one time because this is a very special moment for me. I want to know if you remember a date. It's October 13th, 2019. You know the significance of that date, especially the three of you. Eric, you know this probably isn't a good date, right? Chris, you know he's up to no good. No, I know what he's up to because I remember when it happened. Yeah, I know what he's up to. So, if, if been doing his mind, research. I'm going to just do the rest of the interview. <laughs> oh, here we go. In my Gotham City, New York Jet Football Club shirt, just to reminisce with all you Cowboy fans on the 24-22 victory the Jets had at Jet Life Stadium not too long ago. One thing we at least there's one thing, Dan, at least there's only one thing we can say. Those are dates. There's not many of those dates that we have to worry about. 
And we can, yeah. we can blame ahead. it on the clapper. The clapper's gone, all right? No more Coach Garrett. It's a new era, Mike. It's a new era. Well, that's why Mike can remember the date because it's very, yeah, as you said, Eric, there's not many dates uh, like that, so it's, it's easy. He probably wrote it down, though, but we'll take it, Mike. We'll take it. It's all right. I know. I know. Listen, it was a very exciting Sunday for me that, you know, but um, we don't get too many of those, so I like to get whatever I can out of them. Hey, I, I listened to the last show when you had – Colonel Volk and Dr. Murray on. And I know Dr. Murray was also shaking her head at you just being a Jets fan in general, because we feel bad for you. We really do. If this is all you can celebrate, that you got to break that shirt out today. We feel bad. Listen, we take what we can get. We take what we can get. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. So, but um, all right, let's, let's talk serious just for, for a little while. Doc, if you could just give us a little bit of an update on how your department and everything has, has been going since the transition and what you've been doing to try to keep all our students engaged. I couldn't be any prouder of our, our team, you know, that Lackawanna College pride that we have. Uh, you know, I have to start with public safety, who's you know, similar to all the medical staff that's out there right now during a, you know, a tough time. They're still on campus, uh, making sure they're taking care of our remaining students that are there. We have some international students. Um, students, students that just can't be home right now. So they're there on the front line still, uh, just making sure those students are well taken care of, collaborating with our student engagement staff, keeping our buildings you know, safe and protected. So kudos to them. And it's been all hands on deck. Um, you know, you have our student wellness staff, student engagement, which is our residence halls and student activities. We have joined the academic team to reach out to all 1800 of our students. I think we've reached out and contacted all but maybe 15 students that not for lack of effort. Right. Um, so our job has always been to be student driven and we continue to do that during this time. We've reached out to all of them, making sure we're offering every ounce of support we have to make it a smooth transition to online learning. And then at the same time, give them some breaks, give them some outlets. You know, we're all cooped up a little bit. I'm three weeks past my haircut date. So that's why you get a hat today. <laughs> um, keeping our students engaged every way we can. You know, we're keeping them engaged online. There's all kinds of online activities for them. Those that are struggling, student wellness is there for them. So we're just staying connected every way we can and make this as smooth as possible. Thanks. Yeah, Dan, Dan we, you talked about what you're doing, but, you know, we've all jumped in to be academics. But talk about you being, number one, I love the Rocky stuff behind you because uh, that, that, that's great. Talk about, a, you know, a day in the life of what you do from home and how you're able to interact with the students and make sure everything's taken care of for them. Sure, sure. I've got like mounds of folders here, one for each department. And, you know, staying connected with our staff every day. We're talking, we're emailing, we're creating. Uh, it's new territory for us. You know, we, we've provided content online, but never like we have right now. Uh, we want to provide quality content. We want to measure it. We want to see what's working for our students, what's not working. Uh, so a day is a combination of, believe it or not, you're still putting out some fires, you know, still got to work with our student conduct and public safety team as, as certain challenges come up. But it's, you know, how do we provide the best resources for our students? You know, so it's being a support for the student wellness, student conduct, community standards team every day. Um, so we troubleshoot different problems. We're making sure our students that are still on campus are well fed every day. We're making sure our online students have the resources that they need to be able to, you know, study and learn online. And we're researching, you know, that you are going to get some downtime. So now it's we're taking advantage of this time to see what the next steps are. We're creating a new pathways program and student conduct and communities 
community standards there. You know, it's, it's education before adjudication. It's relationships before regulation. So we are researching to find different ways to provide services, not now just during this time, but for when we do get back on campus, which we're preparing for. What, uh, talk about the internationals that are still you know, on campus. Like, you know, you mentioned how, you know, making sure they get filled. Like, what are we doing to make sure that, you know, they are as comfortable as they could possibly be, you know, during this time? You know, because obviously they're just a handful of them and there's really not many resources, you know, open to them right now. Yeah, it's, it's been a day at a time, Mike. And we've, you know, we came out of the gates blazing and then the government restrictions keep, you know, kind of tighten things up a little bit. But every day, our student engagement staff, um, you know, Director Krizyak, the rest of his staff, staff there, Kat, Tasha, Bill, Jarrett, they're reaching out on a daily basis. You know, how you doing? Do you have everything you need? We're connecting them with online activities. If for some reason they contact and they're not getting a response back, public safety or allied universal services, we still have it in the dorms. There's still a presence in the dorms every day. So there's that physical, you know, within boundaries and parameters because it's safety first but we're right. still connecting we're making sure they're engaged we're making sure they're supported and like all of our students if something's missing we're connecting them to the service that they need and that's what's great about student engagement that's that's what we do we get delta lemon we're making lemonade and we're, we're finding resources for our students and, and how do you balance that Dan, with with students on campus and then you're also dealing with the online students what are some of the things that you guys are doing as a team or what can you tell, especially I'll go back to the online students, but though it's a completely different thing for them. They're used to having structure, being in the dorms, going to school and, and going to study hall and practice. What are some of the tips you can give them to be successful right now? Communication is always the biggest and that comes in so many different ways. You know, we want to keep our students active. So whether it's, you know, Mike Rickard's videos online that, you know, I'm wondering if he does like, uh, home side service where you can come out in my driveway and yell at me to do some more exercises. I'm not, I'm going to ask him about that later, but you know, we're, we're keeping them connected to the great resources and faculty and staff that we have on campus. You know, so we're trying to keep the student organizations still going, whether it's the human services club or the Dungeons and Dragon club or faith or pride or SGA, um, all those clubs and organizations, we're just taking them virtual. So we want them online. We're seeing how many students, you know, we have active every week. We're keeping them connected with their faculty and staff advisors. You know, we're having coloring contests, finish the lyrics contest, TV trivia shows online, esports challenges. All our students' interests are different. We even have some surveys we're, we're trying to pump out online just to say, hey, what do you want? We're going to get it. We're going to deliver it to you. Uh, so it, there's not really one simple answer for that, Chris, but we're just trying to be as broad as we can to meet all of our students' interests and try to engage as many of them as we possible. You know, so we're seeing how many students are online for each of these contests, how many students are active in their organizations, how active are they on social media, and then we're building off that. I got one last one for you, Doc, if you don't mind. Sure. When this is all over, which we all know will happen eventually, where do you see us as a student engagement department and, you know, everything that we've done during this crisis? Where do you see us in the future? You know, I think we, we follow our, our leaders there and Colonel Volk and Dr. Murray, and they are steadfast, believing, and, and we believe as well that we're going to come out stronger and better than ever. Uh, you know, our relationships with our students will continue to grow because they know we come from a place of caring. You know, we don't just talk that we're a student-driven organization. We're showing right now that we are. And as I mentioned, it being new territory, we're creating t content and doing research now that 
you know, during the course of a semester, you don't always have time to do. So when we get back to campus, our relationships are going to be stronger and our programming is going to be stronger. It's going to make Lackawanna College very attractive. And I can't wait to be in those hallways again. I'm probably going to sprint down the hallways, do some cartwheels, maybe some snow angels. I don't know. I can't come soon enough, but we're going to be bigger and better than ever. What he just said was the relationships. The way I think what I really like about Lackawanna College is we're, we're all remote, but the relationships that we keep and, the, and Dan, you said communication. Um, with staff, with, with students, I think it's important. And I've just got to give kudos, as you said, to Colonel Volk and Dr. Murray on what we're doing. And I agree with you. I, I see the meme that was on Facebook the other day of uh, Forrest Gump when it said, when this is all done, he's running out doing his sprinting. <laughs> I mean, I see that because we all uh, generally care about the students and care about the college. And I think our staff, I mean, a lot of people, that's why we have you on. A lot of people can't see the behind the scenes stuff on what's going on. So I think that was important. So I appreciate you saying that. Yep. Uh, my, my pleasure. And, you know, if students aren't on there already, I definitely encourage our students to go to, you know, LC Student Engagement on Facebook or Engagement LC on Instagram and get engaged, get connected, you know, whatever resource you need, please ask us, you know, don't be too prideful. We're all in this together. And, you know, I know the coach of me, I'm always glass half full. You know, I'm realistic. We got to hunker down now. It's not easy. It's not easy for all of our students and staff. But we are in it together. And if we just keep hanging together in these times, it really builds character and we'll come out a lot stronger. Good. Awesome. Good. Dan, thanks for dropping by. My pleasure. You know, I hope to do this again in the future with the Star of Frisco backgrounds for all three of you, especially Mike. I mean, that's the least you could have done, Mike. Yeah, I'm actually hoping not... this is something we can do on location at eventually. <laughs> You know, I mean, the Lackawanna college colors and cowboy colors, they're in that same palette, like same color scheme. So we got good taste here. At least at least three of the four people on this call. <laughs> well, I know. Listen, I can't help myself anyway. But, you know, I've been a Jet fan forever, and it's just going to have to – I appreciate the mess that the Jets are because it's entertainment for me. So if the Jets were good and were like a dynasty, we'll even go back to like Dr. Murray – you know, it would be boring to be a Patriot fan because all you expect to win. There's no drama. There's nothing. You know, Jets fans, you never know what's going to happen. The draft is in a couple weeks. They are going to mess that up royally because that's what the Jets do. And it's exciting for me. I can't wait to see how they're going to mess it up. I think they're I have, have to, to connect Mike with student wellness and maybe some of these student activities because, the, you know, listen to yourself here. You really so you believe that now, don't you? Mike I, Rickett I, definitely I, needs a referral. Listen. <laughs> If for some reason the Jets do the right thing and pick Jerry Judy or a stud at receiver, and I still think LaVisca is by far the best receiver in the draft, and that's just my Colorado bias. But when they go offensive lineman, when they could pick the number, you know, the top receiver in the draft, you know, that'll be the typical Jet thing to do. And one of our football, one of our football players, um, Brian Durkin, one of our starting offensive linemen, is a big Jet fan too. And we've talked about that a couple of times. How we, he's an offensive lineman, and he doesn't want them to go offensive line in their first pick. So, you know. We'll see what I'm happens. Happy, I'm ha happy you bring up a Lackawanna College athlete, too. I can't wait to see our athletes back in action again. Hopefully, you know, they're hunkering down as well and just staying active at home, taking care of the grades, because they'll come out stronger as well. You just got to keep yeah. staying, staying, staying fit, following and your videos talk, online. Right, and, and I could talk for our football guys. You know, I know that we give them workouts, you know, every week, and then they, they call me if they have individual equipment, and we do a personalized workout for them, too, for, you know, so they're well taken care of. I've talked to a couple of them on the phone, and, you know, they're, I think they're excited to hear from me and just to check in to make sure they're doing. I did talk to um, Charleston Paul, CP, 
Unfortunately, he lives in Miami, and when I was talking to him, he told me it was like 87 degrees and sunny as he was, uh, you know, hanging out on his front porch and stuff too. So, nice. but at least he and I told him at least you got that going for you. At least you're not stuck up here and it was 42 degrees and cloudy when I was talking to him. So, <laughs> and hopefully, he's taking advantage of that weather there and working out, right? Yeah, I hope so. I think they are, so I think they'll be good. So, all right, Docs, thanks for stopping by. Hey, appreciate all you guys. Thanks for having me on, and look forward to talking to you more soon. Maybe we'll get you in after the draft and we can talk a little bit of the draft results. There you go. Go Cowboys, go Falcons. Peace, guys. <laughs> All right, see you, Dan. Hey, everybody. We're back on the Falcons Corner. Um, we want to thank, thank Dr. Dan LaMagna for joining us. Um, great stuff he had there, even though I'm still nauseous and sick to my stomach, listening and hearing and looking at all that Cowboy junk. I don't even know what to say. But, you know, a special a, a thanks to him because I know him and his staff are, are really doing everything they possibly can, and their job is not easy at this time. No, I, I agree. It was great having them on. And sorry, Mike, it's always great to have a fellow Cowboy. Uh, you're, again, you're outnumbered three to four, but you take your little October date. That's fine. You can, you can quote that the next five years, and we'll be fine with that. But no, it was good and, and seeing what's going on. I hope people, people understand what's going on behind the scenes to make sure everything is – is going smoothly for the students. Hey, yep. And Mike, and Mike, you know that's all part of the show. It's all in the name of both entertainment and information. And we try to put it all together all in one show. We do. We do that, I can say. You know, so I always say I do my best thinking when I'm running. So I said, what can I do to bust your guys' chops a little bit about, you know, that Cowboys, you know, stuff? Because I know especially Doc, he is obsessed with the Cowboys. So, you know, I was like, oh, that'd be a great idea just to pull out my jet shirt and uh, just rub that October 13th, 24-22 victory, you know, in your guys' faces just a little bit. You know, the Jets only had a couple wins last year, so that was one of them, just saying. I, I do want to say, though, I appreciate him, uh, Dr. Lamagna, coming on. Like, you know, he gave us a great perspective from his side of things and what he's yep. seen within his department. So that was good to hear, good information, and it's good to hear um, his thoughts on how our, or our students and our student-athletes are doing. Yeah, and you know what, just even going back, because I know he has like a huge coaching background and, you know, coach football and is involved in sports with, you know, with his, you know, with his son and stuff too. So I think we're lucky to have him in the position we're in right now, because just having that coaching mentality and that sports background, you know, I think really is a really helps him motivate his staff and, you know, get everyone to where they need to be. You know, he's, I know he's doing those X's and O's with his staff, you know, that's for sure. Mike, that's actually a great point because he understands the student athlete's mentality and mindset and and how they're having to deal with things. So I think that is a great point uh, with him. So yeah, it's good to have him up the helm there uh, doing that. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. He's a great asset to the school, absolutely. You know, so and he's a fellow runner too. He joins me on some runs, you know, when we're back in school and stuff too. So he's one of my my running group guys. So I'm looking forward to getting back with him and you know talking some sports with him out on the road. All right, fellas, I think that's a wrap. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm staring at the the, the star, Frisco. I got I got, uh, I got hypnotized for a second. Well, listen. I, you know, President Folk did mention my framed pizza box that sits behind me in the shelf behind my bar in my den behind my bar. I just want to say Sam's Pizza Palace Pizza on the boardwalk. I think it's like 24th Street in Wildwood, New Jersey. By far the greatest pizza in the world. I'm obsessed with it. I don't vacation in Wildwood, New Jersey. We vacation in Cape May, New Jersey for seven days but out of those seven days five days are spent driving over 
to Sam's Pizza Palace Pizza for some pizza. So that's one thing I'm keeping my fingers crossed and looking forward to is summer vacation and stuffing myself with a lot of that delicious Sam's Pizza Palace Pizza. Chris, did he get an endorsement contract? We don't. I'm just, I was. I, I don't know if he didn't. They better give him free pizza for life because that was a, a nice little plug there. <laughs> Listen, I take a drive just to get. I take a drive from Pennsylvania from where we're at to the shore for pizza. Well, he's got now. Eric, Eric, he has the pizza and I think what the hot dog place too. When we went to the uh, women's districts, he's always got a food spot somewhere. <laughs> and listen, I, I am a foodie. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I am a foodie, and that's the reason why I'm out running all the time. <laughs> that's that's it. That's my only motivation is so I can eat. So, you did say your wife is filling up the house with junk food to get you out of the house running. Listen, she took the week off. Nothing. I had a re. I think I put like a 15 or 16 miler in, not this past Saturday, the Saturday before. All I wanted was a chocolate chip muffin. There was nothing. And then I started my Ozark streak. And then before I knew it, there was muffins in the house. I ate two of them and then I left the house for an hour for a run. So she That's knows it. what she's doing. Get out. <laughs> you know, it could be worse. She could be poisoning me. Who knows, right? But she's just giving me chocolate chip muffins instead. So I'm gonna take that as a I'm gonna take that as a win. All right, before I get into any more trouble, I still gotta I still gotta live at home for the next however weeks or days or months we're stuck here. So let's wrap it up right now. I think I've said enough. Hey Mike, shout out to Little Polar Bear Productions before we go. Got he is, he's doing a great job. Yeah. He he is. He's you know he's he's excited about doing that. You know he's getting good. He's got to work. Sometimes he points because I need the point, and then I'll forget to start hit the button to record. You know, so he's he's working on the point button. You know, routine. But he's he's getting there. I told him he has to be a guest on the show when we get back to the perch. He said no, but we can talk him into it. We'll get him. Yeah, we got him, so. All right, we'll be back next week, right? Hopefully with another guest and uh, some more stuff to talk about. Sounds good. All right, guys, be safe. And Falcon Nation, be safe. Take flight. We'll see you next week.